Coca-Cola, everybody. Welcome to Respawn Aim Fire, the kick-ass irreverent gaming podcast brought to you by Affable Idiots. I'm one of your hosts, Chad Confetti Betty Balloon Face Innis. We've also got our regular co-host here, Adam. Mmm, no balloons for him. Gumbert, how are you, Adam? Hey, I'm good. Um, yeah, no balloons for me, but there is Sunday Night Football. By the way, have you listened to the Sunday Night Football uh, theme song? Isn't it Saturday, Saturday? It's <laughs> <laughs> wrong day of the week. No, I believe it's, I think her name's Carrie Underwood. It's one of those girls from American Idol who's so, sort of country. Kelly Pickler? Um, no, it's either uh, the ones that are popular. We were the ones that are popular. Kelly Pickler was popular, wasn't she? I I don't know who Kelly Pickler, I know Kelly Clarkson is. There's Yeah, Kelly Pickler was like season three or something. Kelly Pickler, not... It's a Carrie Underwood. I just Googled who it. Pickles cucumbers named Kelly, but the American Idol person. Is she famous still? Uh, let's see. Google says no. The she's first not hit is a nine minute video from one month ago. Tragic details about Kelly Pickler. Eight key moments in this video. A painful childhood, battling depression, an alcoholic father, an abusive mother, her father's death, losing her grandmother, losing her husband, taking a hiatus. What a trip. Nine what have you minutes. Stumbled into? All of those things in one nine-minute video on YouTube from Nikki Swift. Tough. I will say it's Carrie Underwood who does the song. You should listen to it. It's a fun bop about football, I forgot what but we're not this about. woman's poor life. Oh, football, football, football. Great. Awesome. What's up, Robbie Bobby Miller in the chat? You're joining us here on twitch.tv slash idiots right now, live as we record it on Sunday evenings, usually around, I don't know, 8.15. Maybe we start saying 8.15 now, Eastern time. Uh, we can also let you hear us on demand <laughs> on YouTube and podcast services, Tuesday mornings at 9 a.m. Eastern time. Adam, where have you gone? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Okay, so I didn't, I was, my stuff started uh, kind of chugging a little bit, and I was like, what happened? Yeah, I did. And that was because my, my Ethernet came unplugged, so I was only on uh, Wi-Fi, but I'm running like 17 tabs, but now I'm in the Ethernet, we've got 500 up and 500 down, we're fine. Nice, nice. Yeah, you were, you were pausing and hiccuping a little bit. I could still hear you just fine. Yeah, yeah, you were too, so. We've got that. a pretty light episode i won't i won't be surprised if this episode's one of our shortest uh we're gonna talk about some star wars stuff we're gonna talk about canada and how disappointed they are as a nation and uh we're gonna start today though with our main quest i want to stop you real quick listeners just as a, i don't know what happened chad uh -oh. put out in our tweet for this episode it's like last of us part two news star wars stuff and more Wait what? for the Star Wars stuff. <laughs> I want to hear the Star Wars stuff just as bad as you guys do. Our main quest. Naughty Dog doubling down on The Last of Us, but not multiplayer. <gasps> From Wesley Yinpool at IGN. Here we go. Naughty Dog has reportedly suffered a round of layoffs with the troubled Last of Us multiplayer spinoff said to be, quote, on ice. The Sony-owned studio, which is home to some 400 staff, is laying off at least 25 developers, Kotaku said. Most of the people affected are quality assurance, QA, contractors, who are seeing their contracts cut short. According to Kotaku, full-time staff are not affected. The Last of Us multiplayer spinoff is, according to Kotaki, Kotaku, quote, basically on ice, quote, although it is not, quote-unquote, completely canceled. 
This tallies with a May report from Bloomberg, which said the quality and long-term viability of the much-anticipated Last of Us multiplayer game had come into question. So pause right there, Adam. What does that news do for you? Um, You know, we had assumed it was going to happen. But just, okay, again, because again, whenever Jason Schreier says a thing, regardless of how you feel about him blocking you on Twitter or not, normally it's a true <laughs> thing. Who does um, he, who is he blocked on Twitter? anyone who slightly disagrees with him oh, ever okay. cool yeah um uh so I'm like, okay that's probably true i believe that report because then immediately five minutes later sony was like oh we're looking into stuff but we're doing first uh, single player that's coming up from naughty dog don't worry about it and then this just makes even more sense like what's the point of keeping staff for a multiplayer game that you're not actually like really focused on um I mean, like it seemed like it was a big deal. It seemed like it didn't work out. It makes more sense to not waste time and resources. But yeah, you're not going to keep all these QA people for a multiplayer game. That's probably not actually a priority. So yeah. makes sense. Sucks, but makes plenty of sense. Yeah. As far as the layoffs go, which of course is always terrible and I hate that it happened. All these people who had contracts and they were thinking they were going to be working for X amount of months and now suddenly they have to go find another gig. Sucks for them. I hate that. But... You're right. This game is not moving forward and you don't need people who are going to test your game and make sure that it works and runs well and is quality. They don't need to be around, obviously, um, for a game that doesn't exist. That sucks. But... Are you excited for this? I know I you was were never like, really excited, I only no. played it for the trophy or whatever. No, but. I, did, I did not play The Last of Us original multiplayer. I played it one time. And that's because Holden and I played it while we were waiting for something else to download so we could play mm. that instead. <laughs> gotcha. And um, yeah, I'm just, it's the same thing with Uncharted multiplayer. Like, I'm, that's just not why I play these games. And those mechanics are not the best mechanics for um, a you know, PvP type game. So, mm. so you didn't care what they would have made. You probably weren't going to play it anyway. I mean, obviously, I was going to test it out and see what it was about. But no, I was not, I would not ever in a million years probably see myself getting invested in it like I do Destiny or even Warzone like for a little bit like I, I did not see myself playing this thing mm. which is probably why they canceled it they got enough people saying mm, I don't see myself playing this thing but The Last of Us taketh away but The Last of Us also giveth Adam we might be getting a Last of Us 2 remaster instead from Tom Ivan at VGC he's not going to give it to us he tells us about it the Last of Us 2 Remastered has been spotted on the LinkedIn profile of a Naughty Dog developer. The developer in question is lead outsource artist Mark Pajarillo, is how I'm going to guess that's spelled, or is pronounced, who has been at the Sony studio since January 2021. Quote, responsible for overseeing the production of all outsourced environment art assets, weapons, and interactive props for two iconic titles, The Last of Us Part 1 and The Last of Us 2 Remastered, reads his LinkedIn profile. Several reports published last year also claim Naughty Dog was working on a director's cut of The Last of Us Part 2, and VGC sources previously suggested that the unannounced game was nearing completion, too. I have two things about this one. One of them is why, what would they do? What is The Last of Us Part 2 remastered? What do they do to make it better for PS5? Versus the PS4 version running at an improved frame rate and quality on the PS5 because that patch was already released. I don't know. We rehashed this several months ago in the past when this thing was first rumored. Like, what are they going to do? Especially considering part one 
was just literally remade from the ground up so that it was on par with part two. And now part two is going to be remastered and made better somehow. And then part one's got to catch up again. And they got to do The Last of Us part one remastered, remastered, remastered again. It doesn't make sense. Two, no, I, the name. Yeah, go ahead. Kid. The names. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. The PS5 version of this thing, The Last of Us part one, and then The Last of Us two remastered? For real? That's what we're going to do? Mm, we'll see. Again, I think it's definitely... I don't think there's not going to be enough for, I know, regardless of either Matt or Dallas willing to spend $700 for that part (laughs) one remaster. Like even for this, again, they should just call it part two. I don't know why you would, we'll see if it comes out, but it's a hundred percent just attached to the TV show. Just like the first one was just like part. I mean, it was cool to get, it wasn't necessary because the game hadn't been out that long, but they did it like, okay, here's the PS5 upgrade stuff and the show's coming out so there's synergy because everyone's like oh the show's good oh i want to go back and play the first game yeah. perfect way to do it this is absolutely season two's coming out and people are like oh there's a ps5 version i'll go buy that i don't th- it, yeah as in terms of improvement like haptics and maybe a 60 frames per second mode and like you're not it's not going to be a huge deal but again matt or dallas will spend 700 dollars to play it that's fine but i think it's just gonna be connected to season two i don't think it's anything actually that impressive um, I'm very quickly going to agree to these terms and conditions on this website because I have no choice because I need it fast. Okay. Uh, The Last of Us Part 2 PS5 Upgrade. Oh, what it currently is available? What, it, what is currently, yes. It is a free upgrade. You now have the option for 60 frames per second. Mm-hmm. Uh, no resolution boost, but it was already running on PS4 Pro at 1440p. Okay, maybe we see it at 4K. Is that worth 70 dollars? I can't imagine they're going to do anything else. Yeah, I think at the very most, I want a 10 dollar upgrade director's cut, similar to what we saw Ghosts and um, or Ghost of Tsushima and and what's the Delivery Baby Norman Reedus one? Oh, Death, Death Stranding. Stranding. How those had just like a PS5 version with a $10 upgrade. I think that's all I would be willing to shell out, even though I'll, I'll shell out $700 like Matt did for it anyway. Um, <laughs> I would hope so as well, because I don't, you can make the case why they charge full price for part one, but I'm like, yeah, you're gonna, it's going to be a tough sell for part. But again, everyone's like, season two is so cool. I don't care. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. But I don't, thank you for doing that. And But it is funny to see them like, all right, multiplayer is not going to be a thing, but let's double down on this game that we already made recently that people like. Let's just do that again. Yeah. <laughs> just biding time to part three, I suppose. That's it. That's our, our main quest for the week. Over pretty quick, which brings us to playtime. We're talking about what we played last week. Told you there's Star Wars stuff because, Adam, you got it on your list. This is a joke. I wrote down a thing just as a joke to come back to in case Chad didn't have any Star Wars stuff for oh, us. okay. That was not originally there. I'm waiting for you to tell me the Star Wars news or story, but uh, that's there in case. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, well, what else did you play? Uh, this week, I only played a couple things. Basically, more of 2077. I'm literally at the mission where you can start doing Phantom Liberty. Like, I finished this mission. Mm. I can I go to meet Idris Elba. I literally did everything in the game, every side quest, everything available, and now I'm going to it. Like I said that, but I'm at like... 47 hours or whatever in my this playthrough so again nothing to talk about there because i'm about to start it like probably after we get off of here uh the new game that i played though a little game called lamplighter league 
Oh, I was wondering what LL is like. Ladies love Cool LL J. LL Cool J. He's back. <laughs> um, no, Lamplighters League is a uh, came to Game Pass last week. It is. It's Adam shit. It's basically XCOM, right? So okay. it's the strategy, whatever kind of game. But the whole premise is again, it's very similar. It's like you have a base, you build up your base. You have these characters with special abilities, right? Sure. Yep. The whole twist on it is, is that it's like a pulp action. So think. You know, Indiana Jones, that era of like, yeah, I was going to say 19. the key art looks like the mummy, like Brendan Fraser's mummy. Yeah, almost. Brendan Fraser. Yeah, it's it's that whole like it's the forties and we're dealing with weird stuff. Um, so you have your your crew and you're you're like, oh, we're gonna go across the world and find this tower so we can stop the bad guys. And the guys like, oh, I'm a in, in, man of industry and I have Tesla weapons and it's that again. You've you've played the you've played the mummy. You watched the mummy. You've seen Indiana Jones. But the interesting gameplay thing is when you go into a mission at the start, instead of just being like a grid-based walk-around-take-your-turn thing, it's like a stealth game. So, like, you're moving around, and different characters have different abilities before you get into combat. So, like, one guy who's, like, the spy or the the thief or whatever, because um, everyone has cone of vision. Mm-hmm. And his, whenever you use him, their cone of visions are smaller because he's a sneaky dude. So you can go up behind someone, knock him out, now there's only six guys left in this battle arena. Okay, let me switch to my other guy. He throws out a trap. It brings a guy over, electrocutes him. Now there's only five guys left in the arena. And basically, you can do stealth stuff to kill these dudes. And then you go into your turn-based combat and becomes XCOM. So it adds that little extra thing on them. Like, oh, that's cool. I like, let's do the stealth stuff on top of Indiana Jones uh, fighting mummies and stuff. I think it's an interesting enough of a twist to be like, oh, yeah, this is worth my time to check it out. So I played about five or six hours of that. Had a good time. Dope. Yeah, it looks dope. Uh, you said Game Pass? Uh, yes, it is on Game Pass. Cool, cool, cool. cool. I don't cool. know if it's Land on other things because that's yeah, that's all I looked it up for. I know it's on PC. Um, okay, but yeah, I, I played it through Game Pass. It's a fun time. It's definitely my kind of thing. Like I literally fought, like legitimately fought mummies, uh, and they caught on fire and exploded. And I was like, "What is going on?" Because I was just like <laughs> fighting like. Like, not Nazis, but Nazis. Like, dudes, like, you know, like, in big, thick goggles. And they're like, oh, we're here to, to help the bad guys. And I'm like, all right, no problem. And then a literal fire mummy came out of a, a sarcophagus. <laughs> and then my dude with, like, what's the pilot from um, DuckTales? Woo! Remember that? Yeah, the guy, like, the big dude with the leather jacket. Who's the pilot from DuckTales? Woo! The <laughs> guy with the... Leather jacket. I hate that Google actually works. With Leather this. jacket. IDK about his vegan. Tendencies. Now you've made it. Now you've made it too long. Let's see. Uh, Launchpad McQuack. Launchpad. There we go, baby. <laughs> Basically, I have I have a guy with la- who's who's a launchpad, but he just has two pistols. Uh, fun stuff. Uh, the next thing I played can't talk about it because it's an embargo. Oh. Pay attention to that. So next week's show, I can talk about a thing that is, quote unquote, embargoed and I cannot speak about, but it is very apt for October is what I'll say. Dope. It's it Alan Wake like 3. I have, <laughs> I have Max Payne 4 and Alan Wake 3 yeah. in the PC right now ready to go. Love it. You have, um, what's that game where that you, you're a serial killer? Like Manhunt? Manhunt, yeah, the one that got banned from a bunch of shit. You're in Manhunt. Why did I know that immediately? <laughs> the game where you're still killed, you mean my life? Uh, no. So, uh, yeah, I'll talk about that next week or maybe cool. a little bit sooner. Um, and then I will literally leave this last thing for after you talk about what you did because okay. I'm still waiting for you to talk about Star Wars. Okay. 
Uh, I'll start at the bottom and then we'll go to here. GV, Gen V. Last night, not last night, last week, I mentioned this show. I think you said something that then related me to penis and then penis, GV, vagina, Gen V. This is the boys show. Uh, that is, <laughs> it's basically like X-Men, but in the boys universe, um, still, still for some reason, I am pro, I am pro seeing more wiener in regular television. Like we see enough boobies, we see butts, we see a little bit of bush in Game of Thrones, but there's not a lot of ween out there. So like, let's democratize all body parts. But this right fucking word for show, that? I don't know, this fucking show... <laughs> Loves mutilating wieners. See, that's what bothers me. Yep. There's the, I don't there's the one them, in the boys and there's them. one in Gen V. So just be prepared. In episode four of Gen V, there is a mutilated wiener. Um, <laughs> so yeah. And it's like it's like you asked the genie and then the genie fucked you. It's like, hey, genie, I would love to see more wiener on TV. Great, but they're going to fucking explode. <laughs> it's going to be like a hot dog that got too hot. <laughs> yeah. Put it in the microwave. You didn't poke holes in it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Gen V, very, very, very good show. And, and again, mm. it's like, it's just a bunch of people, a bunch of kids, college kids, but like who just basically discovered their powers around puberty, just like X-Men. And now this is them in mm -hmm. a college specifically. Like they can major in crime fighting. They can major in journalism. So And they all of them have these like social media accounts. And like, oh, sorry, you can't join the crime fighting major because your followers on Instagram isn't high enough or whatever it is. Mm. So it's a very, very, very good show so far. Just like Isn't the there something with the woods? Something there with is, the woods. Is... There is something with the woods. Mm. Um, Destiny 2, guess who? Oh, I thought you beaten it. Surprise. Yeah, we did beat Destiny 2 again. Beat it oh, again. Wow. <laughs> I forgot why I put it on here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the seasonal content. The, the mm. story seasonal content wrapped up this week. Good. Very good. Last, last cut scene. Uh, makes me very excited for next season. And, and what we might be doing in the Final Shape DLC. It's getting close. Well, I mean, <laughs> close. Four months away. But, you know, it's getting there. Uh, new Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe. That was our birth game this month. Uh, last month. September. What is it? This is October. So September, this is October. Yes. So, yeah. <laughs> um, played that. Beat that. We will be talking about that this week. We had to delay it due to scheduling. But we will be talking about that for a barf. That means this month's barf for October, you all chose for us to play the scary game, Little Pope, about the tiny little Pope who is too <laughs> small for the church and gets stepped on sometimes. No, just kidding. We're playing Little Hope, Dark Pictures Anthology, Little Hope. Um, so, yeah, we'll be playing that. If you want to play it along with us in Spooky October, go for it and then be on the show. That's one of them talks. Dark Pictures games. It is. It is. That has, uh, I was going to say Will Forte, not Will Forte. Probably what's not. A, <laughs> what's his name? Will um, Poulter. Yes, Will Poulter. That is Will Poulter one? Okay. Old Adam from Adam Guardians Warlock. 3. Yep, mm -hmm. Adam Warlock. I think also that's the, the Will Poulter from... one. Is that not the Will Poulter? Is it? I think it's Will Poulter. Little He's in the GIF. Will Poulter, is he in it? The Dark Pictures game from... The studio who brought the quarry. you, Hayden Panettiere, murder simulator. <laughs> <laughs> um, Google first says, it looks like there aren't any great matches for your search. <laughs> oh, wow. Shocker. Just do Will Poulter. Uh, yeah. Dark pictures. Uh, it's impossible to know. We'll move on. 
Yeah. Um, and then I started playing Life of Pi. Lies of. I started playing Lies <laughs> of Pi. You do it every week. Every week. Lies of Pi again. I told you last week, I was like, hey, now I'm in the cathedral. I'm still in the mm. cathedral. I started playing it for like a good half hour. And there's like this platforming quote unquote section in the basement of the cathedral where you're like running around on the rafters while people are shooting shit at you and you got to dodge them and these cogs at the same time and it's, i just kept falling down off of these things over and over i was like fuck it i'm gonna play something is that the one right with like the big acid thing yeah. in the middle and yeah. the fire poison, guy around poison shit yeah, yeah, yeah. so uh i got tired of doing the and fall, falling off those rafters and i was like let me play something else so I'm about two and a half hours into Jedi Survivor, Star Wars uh-huh. Jedi Survivor, Adam. There is Star Wars in here. There is. You got me. There is. <laughs> um, it, it took me It took me longer than I thought for the control scheme to click again, especially coming mm. off of Lies of P, because very similar type mechanics where you're parrying and also dodging, but then, you know, clicking. I, I find myself accidentally... You, trying to use R1 and R2 to swing my lightsaber, even though it's square and triangle instead. Mm, yeah, yeah. Because R1, R2, that's the Dark Souls, that's the Lies of P, that's all of that kind of shit. Anyway, so yeah, it took, took me longer to get back into that feeling-wise. Um, but very into the aesthetic of this game so far. Just everything everything about the, the feel of this game is so fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Your upgrade, how you're meditating at these things, and then your upgrade things come up on giant stone slabs, and and everything just feels badass. And what I will say is that I am very happy with how I feel. I feel powerful as fuck. I don't feel like oh, I've yeah. been Metroided, where I start Not out with all. all my powers, and then everything gets sucked away. No, I am starting as a full-blown Jedi, and I'm just getting stronger, which is so fucking cool. Isn't it? So uh, props to Jedi Survivor, enjoying it so far. I am. And you've had were the the big patch that supposedly made everything really smooth now. Yeah, apparently. So that's what we were waiting for. By the way, a random thing. You're talking about how cool the menus and stuff look. There's going to be a story point where they're going to change and you're going to be like, oh shit, this looks even cooler. Can't freaking wait. Uh, yeah, I just beat my first Inquisitor. I just mm-hmm. unlocked the, not the dual lightsaber like Darth Maul style, but dual lightsabers. Skit, 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 skit. Like, 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 Drizzt you pull them apart from D and D. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Or Ahsoka, you know, she she literally carries two lightsabers. Wouldn't know. Never seen the the cartoon show. Never seen the live action show. So, mm-hmm. um, God, I said cartoon on purpose to to sound like a dick, and then it just reminded me how much I fucking hate when people call like CG or animated things cartoons. You ever do that? What's We're the like, difference? Oh, hey, Adam, have you ever, have you seen um, Elemental, that new Pixar movie? And someone's like, oh, wait, is that a cartoon one? Like, cartoon just sounds so diminishing. And it feels like a kid's TV show. Yeah, it's, like, yeah. it's just like, mm, but actually this is art. It doesn't matter that it's animated. <laughs> it's still art. And cartoon makes it sound like it's a hurried, rushed bullshit thing that you don't have to pay attention to because it's on yeah. Saturday mornings for your three-year-old. What if they changed that whole channel to Animated Network? <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so like just like ahsoka that's it that's what i played this week do you want to do you want to talk about ahsoka now oh yeah no i mean okay. i did uh, ahsoka did end this week since i didn't think there was any star wars uh man that's a good one i really yeah. like that show it is definitely like did you like not for you chad because i know you never watched these cartoons but 
for anybody else. It's like, hey, did you watch Rebels? Did you watch Clone Wars? Dave Filoni just got to make a live action season five fucking Rebels. And it's like, oh, awesome. Let's go. He just, that man, he gets Star Wars, dude. Let me tell you. I love all his stuff. I think his stuff is the... Well, yeah, I mean, he's over it. But I was saying, like, he got it from... Dave Filoni was getting Star Wars before anyone gave a shit that he was doing Star Wars. So uh, I'm super into that. And it's like, I would, it's, um, what is that man's name? Diego Luna. What is his character's name in Star Wars? Uh, Diego Luna. Andor. Andor, yes. For me, the shows go Andor, then it goes Ahsoka right underneath it. Like, those two are really close for me. So there's some really cool enemies. Really good fights, though. So they have one of the ladies in the show who's an antagonist is like um, Bruce Lee's like goddaughter, and she's like one of the like world's like best. Is that Kanan? No, just like the actor. <laughs> no, she's also a very good fighter, but the actor is like one of the best, like you know, of I don't, martial artist, like stage fighting, whatever that. And uh, she's fucking great, dude. She has a fight, and I'm like, oh shit, she's good. She's really like, she's way better than Rosario Dawson for sure. <laughs> like, <laughs> she's beating the shit out of her in this. So it's a very cool show. Everyone check it out. So uh, two Star Wars things. I guess I was wrong. Nice. Uh, I also watched the first episode of Loki. Oh yeah, me too. Into it. Into it. I like it. Let me tell you, soundtrack. I just fucking love that fucking synthwave bullshit. Oh yeah. my god, it's so good. <laughs> Listen to that all day. All right. Let's move on to request log. Don't call it a comeback, says Chris Scullion at VGC. Telltale Games had reportedly laid off a number of employees last month. The claim was made by cinematic artist Jonah Huang. Telltale Games has now confirmed that the report is accurate. In a statement to Jeff Keighley, the studio said, quote, Due to current market conditions, we regrettably had to let some of our Telltale team go recently. We did not take this action lightly, and our commitment to storytelling and finding new ways to do so remains the same. We are grateful to everyone for their dedication along this journey, and we are working to support everyone impacted. All projects currently in development are still in production, and we have no further updates at this time. What a weird one, Adam. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, it? look, yeah, everyone's been getting closed down, right? So it sucks. It's like it's another one. But this one was weird because it's like, all right, Telltale's coming back. Like for for them basically to say um, all projects currently in development are still production, it's like I don't think so. Like I would not be shocked if we never get Wolf a Wolf Among Us too, because like that was the main thing. I'm, oh, I'm glad they're back. They make cool games. You know, maybe they learned some from their mistakes, and we'll get Wolf Among Us too. And it's just like different reports are like most of the team is gone. Like the most of the the developers are like not at the company anymore. So it's like you don't have any developers. How are you making video games without? people who make video games at your company um and i also just think like nobody talked about the expanse yeah which was like their first thing when they came back and i don't know a single person who played that video game or talked about it so it's like that's rough that we had to get that before wolf among us because now we're not going to get wolf among us i'm that's what my fear is but here we go again i think it's just such a such an interesting move for i don't remember who bought them probably someone under embracer but not bought them, but bought the IP and the brand Telltale and then resurrected and said, hey, anyone who used to work at Telltale, please come back. I'll give you a job. Mm-hmm. And then I guess they had how, – how much did they have to bet on The Expanse to then that's make the decision based off – like that's the only thing they put out is The Expanse. And for that to, I guess, underperform enough that they're like, oh, shit, we have to lay off some people – because of that, it was like, that seems like that was a big risk you were taking on the very first game 
of many, many games that you've now signed back on to. Like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I would not have brought all of this back unless I had a lot of funding and I was very confident in whatever strategy I had chosen going forward. And it seems like maybe they weren't as confident in it. Yeah. Or start with Wolf Among Us too, Because like... Yeah. Of the old, if you're going to play on nostalgia and the thing that people like, like people, Wolf Among Us is one of their better ones. And again, people like the Expanse, so that's not, it's not that nobody cares about the Expanse. But I'm like, that's a weird one to like. We're doing two of them, but here's the Expanse first. Like, if you're going to hedge your bets on one of your games doing good, or you have to maybe not do business anymore, put out the one that I think more people are excited for. But that's just me being selfish, really, more than yep. anything. Speaking of people being excited for something, Alex would have been excited for the 3DS next may except he can't if alex were here he'd be so upset says ryan dinsdale at ign nintendo is shutting down online servers for 3ds and wii u games in early april 2024 with the exception of pokemon bank because people would burn the world to the ground if they couldn't put their ruby pokemon in their sword game um the announcement came in a tweet and in an update on Nintendo's support website where the publisher thanked players for using its hardware but confirmed the shutdown is just six months away. A specific shutdown date will be announced later. Though Nintendo said plans are subject to change and could potentially arrive sooner than expected, the one exception to the rule is Pokemon Bank, which will remain online but, quote, may also end at some point in the future. Games can still be played offline in these platforms, of course, and beloved 3DS social interaction game Street Pass will survive thanks to it using local communication and not online services. All right. Yeah. I say, if Alex was here, I'm sure he would regale us of a story of, you know, 10 years ago when he did this and it was cool. Uh, I mean, it makes sense. They stopped selling games on it. I'm not shocked that the online stuff also doesn't work. Yeah. The Pokemon Bank maybe not working one day is definitely going to be a problem for a lot of people. Um, but I don't give well, a they, shit. How does Pokemon Bank interact with Pokemon Home? Because Pokemon Home is a new thing. Pokemon. That's home. right. They might be like, hey, move over to Home before we turn it off. Pokemon that Home, might be how do I get my bank on it, though, but not Wells Fargo? How do you sleep and then brush your teeth with it as well? I would like to know that Don't allow Google to use my location for this search. <laughs> um, getting Pokemon Bank like, is there a way to get Pokemon Home and Bank on a new thing this is not what I wanted they're just Google asking you a question down. they're asking you a question you just asked <laughs> how do I put my Pokemon Bank in Pokemon Home let's see if, okay 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 Pokemon Home will search for a Pokemon Bank account under the same Nintendo account name and if it finds one <laughs> it will transfer over all of your Pokemon Bank Pokemon at once Okay. So if you have your 3DS, open Pokemon Bank after updating the eShop and then move to Pokemon to Pokemon Home. Okay. So you can continue. Well, I wonder if this is a one-time thing. Like, does it do it once and then you never use Bank again? I would is, see what would you need Bank for at that point if they're all on Home, but that's probably the point, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. So you can continue to play your 3DS Pokemon games offline get Pokemon, shiny hunt, whatever you want to do, and then add them to Pokemon Bank, and then those then move to Pokemon Home, and then you can, I don't know, play by a campfire at a picnic with them in Pokemon Violet, because that's a real yeah. thing. That is the thing. Um, I will say, Chad, isn't this, this is a big win for all those those people who are diehard physical, and they're like, physical is preservation, because I love all your physical cartridges are keeping the online. Oh, no, they're not. Mm, yeah. 
Yep. Downline's still going to go off even if you have a physical cartridge. Yep. Yep. Crazy. I'm wondering if that includes trading. Can you trade Pokemon? Probably can't trade remotely, but I wonder if there's like a local communication to trade Pokemon. But there probably is. I will say, Chad, you're never going to go back and play a 3DS Pokemon, so no, it doesn't matter. <laughs> well, I do have Sun and Moon, and I've been thinking, well, am I going to ever? No, I'm not. I'm not going to. You're like, one of these days, maybe. No. All Very right. Very cool. That's it for a quest log. And that brings us to Segment from Adam. Segment from. That's a Loki theme song. Oh, yeah. I also finished the Continental. That last episode's really fun. What is uh, the Continental? Anyways, that's the John Wick TV show I talked about oh, yeah, yeah, with yeah, Mel Gibson. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. If you don't like Mel Gibson or if you like Mel Gibson, things happen to him in that show that you will enjoy. Anyways, (laughs) moving on to our segment Does his wiener explode? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe, from the inside out. Um, So, it is that time of year. Chad, you know I love segment from Adams during the spooky season Mm because it's all just bullshit about horror games, right? Mm -hmm. This week, we had a little... uh, I had fun. It's called The Horror of Game Awards. That's oh, what the segment's called. Nice. Ooh, okay. Where am I taking this? So basically, these are games related to horror. They don't necessarily have to be like this is obviously horror, you know, horror elements. You know what the month is, you know the theme I'm going sure. for. Is there a spooky the ghost idea? in it? There's a spooky ghost, that. it's horror. Even if yeah. it's Luigi. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it's Luigi. The idea that's of this, how my mom says it. She, for the life of her, will never pronounce it Luigi. She always says, she says Luigi. Luigi. Does yep. she say Mario and Luigi? She says Mario, but she says Luigi. She does say that, right? <laughs> at least, okay. The idea of this is that I look back at game awards, not necessarily just Keeley's, but all different sites and different things. Mm-hmm. And these are going to be horror game related to those game awards. And okay. I'm doing it in a multiple choice four question style. I'm not saying I'm preparing for something coming up. Okay. Maybe that's similar to the who wants to be a millionaire. Maybe, maybe oh, not. Okay. I don't okay. know. So these should go from easy to hard. Multiple choice. You get one guess. If you don't get it right, Chad. Remember last year we played the game where whoever did the best at, uh, game award predictions got like six months of the person's life. Yeah. If you don't do this. It's not that you die or live or anything changes, mm-hmm. but when you die, it will be by a horror monster if you oh, don't get all three of them right. A horror monster. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So it goes from like, uh, you know, I was 98 and I passed my sleep to I was 98 and like Dracula came and murdered and killed me. <laughs> it's that kind of thing. Okay. Okay. It's very and big you, stakes. How many of these do I have to get right? Is it all of them I have to get right or else I die to yes, a horror Yes, there are monster? three questions and you okay. have to get them in ascending order or... You know, the creature from the Black Lagoon gets you while you're trying to fish when you're 87 years old. Okay. Uh, First of all, I would never fish. Second of all, I'm not going to live to 87. Being old is gross. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. So when you're 62 getting ready to retire and you decide to fish for the first time, the creature from the Black Lagoon gets you. Or maybe the Invisible Man, a.k.a. Johnny Depp in real life, comes and gets you in your sleep. Anyways, (laughs) the first question. (laughs) At the 19th BAFTA Awards, a horror game did, in fact, go home with the gold. Mm. What won the coveted uh, BAFTA at that year's or what won the coveted BAFTA at that year's event? Hint, it won the big one, best game. Basically, nineteenth annual BAFTA Awards. Do we know what this year horror that is? game? Uh, I think it was. I think this is last year. Okay. Okay. When I read the uh, the things, they'll, you'll get an idea of the time period. Okay. 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 Obviously, but this one, the, this one, best game overall at BAFTAs. So these are these are in order so of one um, BAFTA of the year. Yeah, Baf- best BAFTA. <laughs> okay, best BAFTA. 
Um, and this is, uh, the order is just alphabetical, just okay. to make it so there's no thing. All right. Was it Cult of the Lamb, Elden Ring, Stray, or Vampire Survivors? Um, do I get any lifelines? Sure. What were the lifelines? It's like 50-50, phone a friend, and there's another one. Uh, ask the audience. Yeah, <laughs> let's do that. You can do can all three I of do, those. Okay, I have a good idea of what I want the Ask the Audience to be, so I'll do that later. Um, okay. Adam, can I... Yep. Can I f no, I wanted, um, let's do 50-50 on this one. 50-50. Okay. You can do a 50-50? Yep. I will take out Elden Ring and Stray. So it's either Cult of the Lamb or Vampire Survivors. Okay. What won Best Game at the Baftas? Okay. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> what? It was randomized. Um, Think about it. BAFTAs, British uh, Arts and yeah. Fartsy, uh, yeah. whatever awards, right? Yeah. So, like, I'm, so in my brain, I'm thinking, like, I remember Vampire Survivors getting a lot of actual praise last year. Mm -hmm. And people were legitimately considering it in their Game of the Year conversations. Mm-hmm. I remember people liking Cult of the Lamb a lot, but I don't remember it ever getting like that type of consideration. But also Vampire Survivors is like 16-bit graphics or 8-bit or whatever the fuck it is and simple-ass gameplay. I'm going to say Cult of the Lamb, final answer. Okay, now by your own reasoning, you said Vampire Survivors was getting talk, but Cult of the Lamb wasn't. Why did you yeah. decide to go with Cult of the Lamb? Because I just, I personally can't see Vampire Survivors... I don't know, Chad. Maybe you should That's think about it. <laughs> so I'm going to say Vampire Survivors, final answer. You're right. I had a British stroke of genius, and I said Vamp it's Vampire Survivors, final answer. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Chad, it was okay. Vampire Survivors. Okay. That's, right. The BAFTA. That's right. That's right. I, the 19th annual BAFTA Awards. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. got it for sure. I mean, I took out the two games that weren't horror, and I assumed they would help you. I honestly was 100% going to say Elden Ring, so I'm glad I did 50-50. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. But yeah, no, BAFTA... Again, we'll get to it maybe in some of these, the next ones, but if it's not just like Keeley's awards, like they're much more varied, much yeah, more interesting, okay. right? Okay. At the 22nd annual GDC awards, this horror game did take home the win for best design. GDC awards, mm -hmm. best design, guess correctly or die. That's just <laughs> the, the last part of the clue. Okay. Uh, it was either inscription, the medium, returnal, or Resident Evil Village. Oh, shit. Was there a uh, was there a year on this? I can't remember if you said it or not. Uh, it's the 22nd annual. I believe it would I have guess been. I all these games I mean, came out the same year, All those right? games did yeah. come out the same year. Uh, what was that, two years ago? For 20, yeah, it's for 2021, I believe those yeah. games came out. Yeah. All right, Adam. I'm going to I'm gonna phone a friend. Okay. Which is the way I imagine this working, and tell me as leader of the show, mm -hmm. is that, I ask you for help and maybe you're like in a subway or things are crackling up and I can only hear like every third word. Yeah. Or something like that. Okay. Go ahead and give me a call. Okay. Beep, boop, beep, beep, bop, 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 bop. Baby, you light up my world like nobody else. Interesting ringback tone, Adam. This is great. Hey, Chad. Hey, 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 I'm here in the subway watching football. Adam, What's going on, bud? Adam. Oh, nice. They have football on the subway now. Yeah, That's awesome. <laughs> yeah they have football on the subway. <laughs> Adam, I'm on um, Horror Game or Die, and, uh -huh. uh, and there's a question I have to ask you, and I'm curious if you know the answer. 
at GDC in 2021, which game won best game design? Oh, was interesting it question. Inscription, Returnal, or two other ones? Medium and Resident Evil Medium Village? Medium or Resident Evil Village. Do you know? Do you remember that GDC? Well, I'm having my six-inch turkey and rye, but uh, I would say, I don't know, the, the medium sounds like a game that probably wouldn't have gotten any awards, uh, so we'll go ahead and cut that one out. Uh, best design, I don't know, what does it sound like to you? I don't think Returnal would have been that. That just sounds like an arcade game. I don't know about design on that one. So, was the design in Resident Evil Village or Inscription particularly interesting that year? Yeah. Oh, oh no, Adam, you're cutting out. Sorry, bye. Uh, uh, <sighs> Damn. I don't. I don't know if Adam really helped me at all. I'm just yeah, kidding. He's um, no, my my initial hunch was Inscription, and I think Adam kind of pushed me that way anyway, just because that game just subverts all expectations and surprises you in so many wonderful ways. So I'm going to say Inscription. Final answer. <laughs> the correct answer is Inscription. Hell yeah, that's badass. Good job, Chad. It also won overall game of the year at the gdc awards but i wanted to go with best design just to switch it up fucking love that game i'm so glad i convinced you to play it yeah yeah that's exactly how that story went <laughs> um all right during the game awards mm -hmm. 2014 Ooh, okay get your get your head right okay this horror game came up short in winning best independent game don't let this game's death be in vain so game awards so keely 2014 okay. it did not win Best independent game. But okay. it was nominated, obviously. Okay. That's the horror of game awards. Sometimes horror games don't win. <laughs> so meta. Um, first up, Amnesia the Dark Descent, Alien Isolation, The Evil Within, or The Vanishing of Ethan Carter. Um, I'm going to ask the audience. And okay. Adam, the way that I see this working, perhaps. Uh -huh, I'm interested for this. Is that maybe I have to do a Google search with exactly what you tell me to search. And maybe it can leave out key things. Maybe it can be some like, a, like the words don't make sense together. But whatever your Google search is, that's what I have to type in verbatim. Okay. Hmm. So here's what I'll let you do. And we'll see how good, this is Google is life or death on this one, right? Yeah. You're going to type in best independent horror game. 2014 because this did not win but i'm interested if this will show up as a list okay so there, these games it, will there be is there. there is a list function of mm -hmm. google and at the very top before it even shows me any news articles it shows me dread out darkwood vanishing of ethan carter and the long dark which i believe are not any games that you mentioned <laughs> Oh, okay. I got a phone call. Don't worry about it. Uh, anyways. I thought you had so muted you, yourself so that you could say something to your phone so I wouldn't know, but then no, 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 just no. got a phone call. Not at okay. all. So, okay, you. I heard I heard what you said, though. <laughs> yeah, I don't think any of the games you said are, are in the, the games that this is mentioning. The games, again, are Amnesia, The Dark Descent, Alien Isolation, The Evil Within, and The Vanishing of Ethan Carter. 2014 Game Awards did not win Best Independent Game. I'm going to say... And uh, I'm gonna th I'm leaning towards Amnesia, Dark mm -hmm. Descent, because I know it's independent, made by Chinese mm -hmm. Room, or maybe that one wasn't made by Chinese. They made a couple of the the Amnesia games, and I know people really really like and respect those games. And I played it for a barf, and I hated it. Played like 14 seconds of it and hated it. 
Um, but I'm going to guess that's why it didn't win, because it wasn't good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Amnesia, Dark Descent, final answer. Chad. Also, I did a Google search to look up horror games that came out in 2014. Alien Isolation and Evil Within did come out that year. Amnesia the Dark Descent, by the way, showed up in that list as well. Oh. But it's a game from 2010. Ah, oh, but The correct answer is The Vanishing of Ethan Carter was nominated but did not win Best Independent Game. And I love this, Chad. I want you to win. But I also want you to have to be killed by a horror monster on the day of your death. So I'm kind of happy that you didn't get this one right. Yeah, yeah. You know what's funny is that I first you said it, I'm sure, three or four times. And mm -hmm. I never heard you say Vanishing of Ethan Carter. <laughs> <laughs> it was the last one I said. I even because read them out. As soon as you got your phone call, I said, Google shows me ga four games. Dread Out, Dark No, Wood, I heard Vanishing you say of Vanishing. And yeah. then I said, but none of those are any of the games you said. <laughs> Not that I would have picked it anyway, because I was next leaning towards Alien Isolation. Not um, independent. That's what that's what ruled it out, and that's why I chose what I chose, which I don't. I like your idea, but again, yeah, when you type in horror games 2014, for some reason, Amnesia: Dark Descent pops up, and I do not know why. <laughs> the game was not from 2014. Um, but yeah, Chad, good. thank you. Good, good attempt. Now it might not be awful. Maybe it'll be the monster from Smile. I haven't seen that movie, so maybe it's not that bad of a monster. I don't know. I can't remember what that monster looks like. I do. Isn't it I like do remember the tall movie. and lanky. It was, it or was something like it was that. fine. Actually, I think I remember hating it. <laughs> <laughs> Smile monster. I'm just gonna Google that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember this thing. It's ugly. Yeah. Hopefully not. Maybe it's. Uh, maybe it'll just be like, um, like a Hitchcock movie where like a milkman murdered someone in their sleep. Maybe that's what's gonna get you. Yeah. I don't know. Nice. Cool. It'll be fine. All right, that's it for my segment. Never exists a game on game show. The game on our game show. We play a game called Game on the Gaming Show on our game show. Game, 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 game. Adam, we're at a turning point in the video game industry. Are in we? In many, many ways. And I'm curious what you would do. This is actually a big conversation right now mm -hmm. on many different podcasts. And so we're going to co-opt it here and, and turn it into a little, little something called... Um... Arm, armchair <laughs> president uh -huh. of okay. the platform. Armchair president <laughs> of the platform. <laughs> okay, I like What's it. What's it I called? Like it. Is it armchair quarterback? Is that the armchair thing quarterback is what okay. you're thinking of? That's yeah. what I was going. And then I was like, is it couch? Is it co-pilot? Is it no? It's ar armchair. Yeah, that's what it is. Anyway, armchair, armchair president sounds wonderful. Armchair president of the platform. Here's how this game works. It's not really a game. I'm just curious what you do. You have. Okay. We're gonna we're gonna do three rounds of this thing. Mm -hmm. Each one representing a different major publisher in the industry. In mm -hmm. fact, a platform. Xbox, PlayStation, and Nintendo. You are going to become armchair president of these platforms one by one. And I'm going to task you with a situation. And then you are going to respond with three things, three announcements that you're going to make as armchair president of this, this platform. So I'm just curious to see, see how you would proceed forward. The first thing, first platform, you are now armchair president of Xbox. Okay. The major turning point is this upcoming Friday, October 13th. Spooky, 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 October 13th, Friday. Um, it is expected that the Microsoft Activision acquisition will completely finish. Mm -hmm. That is the deadline. Everything will have gone through. Papa John's. Once that happens, 
what are your big three announcements that you are going to make as armchair CEO of the armchair president of the platform of Xbox? You get three things. Hmm. And then I'm going to rate them using an online thing. <laughs> Interesting. Yep. Online thing. Very cool. Uh, let's see. Number one for me, we are going to announce um, within the next week after the acquisition is complete, the entire back catalog of every Call of Duty game is available right now on Game Pass. Whoa. Entire backlog. On mm -hmm. Game Pass, okay. Call of Duty specifically, just to be like, oh, here's Call. Again, I'm not not saying this is one of my announcements, but I expect to be like the deal closes and then like getting a shit ton of stuff on Game Pass very soon afterwards. Mm -hmm. But I'm being specific, and I'm going to say Call of Duty just just for fun. Okay. Um, okay. Do you want me to do them all and then you grade me with your online internet yes. thing? Yeah, I've okay. just now like centered in on how I'm going to grade you. So let me go ahead and and uh, do two and three. Okay. Um, next up, um, all Blizzard games and Blizzard, um, like bonuses coming to PC came pass within by Christmas time. Ooh. Okay. So World of Warcraft, I don't know, I can't, I know that stuff. I'm just saying Blizzard internet PC is a big deal. Being like, oh, yeah, you get uh, every season pack. Like, they did a similar thing with uh, Riot, with, like, Valorant. You get, like, all the characters if you have PC Game Pass. And okay. we're going to get some sort of PC-centric announcement around Blizzard games okay. after that okay. happens. That's the idea. Beefing up that PC Game Pass. Love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Helping them out, giving them some stuff over there. Or just incentives, whatever you want to say, because lots of us free to play. Um, and then next up, mm, there's some interesting things. There are going to be three... Three three drops by the end of the year on Game Pass that are going to be a big deal. We're going to get Diablo 4 into Game Pass by the end of the year. <gasps> okay. We're going to get um, all the baby games. Spyro and Crash Bandicoot, all of those games all by the, the end of the year. All the baby games. <laughs> all the platform. Okay. The, yeah. the mascot platformers. All right. And uh, official word on um, new Tony Hawk remaster coming soon day one on game pass all right i'm just saying there are going to be three big announcements around tony hawk um the baby platformers and diablo okay uh, i have to get so, all three of those or it doesn't count so we have call of duty back catalog the entirety of game call pass. of duty is there mm -hmm. we have pc game pass incentives for blizzard games mm -hmm. and we have three big game pass games coming by the end of the year. Okay. Yeah, three big announcements are around these those specific uh, titles. I'm on a website called homestructions.com. I don't know what that is. I don't either. But they have a magic eight ball generator. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We're gonna ask Magic Eight Ball whether the audience, the 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 Xbox fanboys appreciated your announcements. We're gonna ask the eight ball. And the eight ball says, Oh, it has a nice jiggling animation. Oh, you like may that. rely on it. Okay, you so did Call well, Duty one. You get to what continue as armchair president of Xbox. You oh, that's just for job. all of Xbox. Look at that. One jiggle yeah. and I'm there, baby. One jiggle, baby. <laughs> all right, your second one. PlayStation. Okay. Jim Ryan stepping down. Oh, New okay. president leading the company. You come on board. PlayStation president. Armchair president. What are your three announcements? Uh, let's see... Ooh, this is going to be a good one. I will give an official, so sort of like that, I'm going to give them shit for it now. That E3 where they announced, like, here's, like, a bunch of huge first 
party titles come into PS4, even though they just showed us those next games for the next two years because they were still being made. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to have a state of play or an E3, whatever, being like, here's the second half or the back half of like the big, like here's a bunch of tentpole first party games that are coming to PS5. When they come out, doesn't matter. And we're just announcing it. You know, Show our hand. Gonna, yeah, here's what it is. It's coming out. You're going to like it. Take it. I ran out of my <laughs> hand. I'm the armchair president. All right, number two. Um, all those stupid life service games are going to be included on PlayStation Plus Extra. Oh, giving people a reason to pay $45,000 a year. Love Absolutely. it. Okay. Pay up, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Play fair games, day one. When you uh, say no, life just, service, I, you mean the like the first party developed ones that are coming out or yeah like the fair games and all that yeah all that their big push into live service stuff okay that uh bungie was helping with i'm gonna say there's some sort of incentive with playstation plus because i assume maybe half of those games are gonna be free to play anyways so like they're gonna do a push with just playstation plus that's what we're throwing in there all right what is and your final announcement final announcement number three it's a cold day outside it's winter time in the united states not in australia so you can can confer what time of year it is. Okay. Okay. Adam, armchair president, walks out into a stage. Hey, it's my face. Unlike the last guy, didn't even know he was European, but here I am. You know what I sound like. You know what I look like. Uh-huh. I sit down in a big, comfy armchair on a big blank stage. A massive 70-foot curved screen behind me. That screen fades up from black. <laughs> How many frames are that? Is that, there, is that 60, 60 frames a second? Are there 60, 60 in second. one second? In one second on that big screen behind him. Whoa. Bloodborne. Remaster, PS5 version, PC version. Bloodborne runs good now. And it's just me sitting in a chair in front of Bloodborne. All right. So number one. I already forgot number one Number one was. Uh, showing the hand. What are the big showing games? Showing the hand, yeah. Exclusive. Number two, live service coming to PlayStation Plus Extra. Number three, 60 frames a second. Let's ask all the shareholders and the audience of the PlayStation community how you did. Our eight ball says, it is decidedly so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. Not right. too bad, not too good. So you are now president of two platforms, and they are voting okay. to keep you in. I like that. Third platform, Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Nintendo is on the cusp of a revolution with a brand new console life cycle starting. One that is rife with possibility because we don't know what it is. It could yeah. be something radically different. It could be something in a very similar form factor that is backwards compatible. Who knows? Adam, you get to make three announcements as armchair CEO of armchair president of Nintendo platform. What are your three announcements right now? Hot off the heels of that Luigi, or how does your mom say it? Luigi. <laughs> Luigi. Hot off the heels of that Luigi game coming out in the summertime. Switch 2, not launch game, but it's coming in the next year after that thing launches. We get, there was a joke here, Luigi Mansion 4. Uh, <laughs> something about Luigi and, and Ghost Inspectors. I can't remember the joke I had in my head, but uh, we announce a, another Luigi Mansion. Um, coming to Switch 2 uh, soon after launch. Is Gooigi going to be in it? <laughs> God, that's right. There was like a Gooigi, wasn't yeah, there? Yeah, there was, yeah. In that last one. That's a weird one. Uh, yeah, Luigi Mansion 4 uh, coming to Switch 2. Okay. That'll be fun. Next up. Basic 
online functionality <gasps> works on Switch too. No. I'm, no, dude, I'm swinging for the fucking fences Disbelief. out here, man. It's gonna work. <laughs> it's gonna work. Very fun. That's that's, that's, that's it. That's huge. a big one. That that's would be huge, the yeah. biggest. That's more than Reggie ever did. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and number three. No, that's right. I was gonna make a joke. Going back to Luigi, I was gonna make a joke about. <laughs> Having an unnamed Luigi game coming in oh, queue, whatever, okay. and knocking off the Princess Peach thing. I just completely forgot the joke. We'll retroactively pretend apply it. that I'm making a joke about unannounced Luigi fighting ghost game. Okay. Good. And now online functionality. Number three, we are going to do launch day. You didn't unannounce Luigi game, but this one is announced. Mario Odyssey 2 <gasps> launch game for Nintendo Switch 2, baby. Ooh. We're twosing it up. Deucing it up, baby. Deuce is wild. Love it. Do All the right. deuces. Show me, throw me some deuces, Chad. Deuces, is something stupid going to happen? Two deuces, plural deuces. Ah, there we go. Confetti. I like it. One deuce, balloose. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we've got Guigi Untitled Goose Game. We've got <laughs> online functionality just works and number three mario odyssey 2 at launch let's ask the magic eight ball how you did mm -hmm. it says as i see it yes okay okay Holy you're now shit. armchair president of all these guys does this thing ever say anything bad yeah, do it again and see if something bad comes up reply hazy try again i'll say that one's uh, you don't really know that's not negative that's just kind of ambiguous oh this one says sources say no okay so Ooh. yes you were just really good you were really really good apparently so here's what happened. I've basically become Bobby Kotick of running these big companies. That's what so it is. I got a golden parachute and it doesn't matter. I'm good to go no matter what, baby. <laughs> That's it for Game On Game Show. That is it for our podcast episode 326 of Respawn Aim Fire. Thank you everyone for listening. This doesn't do anything on the camera. I just like doing it. Oh, um, I thought something was going to happen. No, wouldn't it be cool if I did that and like a swordfish like stabbed <laughs> me through like the spear that killed Jesus? <laughs> Well, remember when they taught us about that? Where they like, no, didn't they I put, never was taught about that. No, no, no. It was about the crucifixion, right? Uh -huh. He was up there. There was a thief and there was something else and he forgave him, whatever. Or one of them didn't believe in him, one did. But they talked about actually killing him, didn't they? He said he was thirsty and they gave him like a vinegar rag or something, like something that's fucked up, right? I don't know. I remember there being like, they they gave him like vinegar and a cloth instead of water. I also remember them saying they spit on him. And as a kid, I'm like, that's not a big deal. But then if you ever get spit on as an adult, you're like, it's the most vile thing of all time. <laughs> yeah. I can understand why that's disrespectful. But then, yes, someone talked about taking a spear and you go under the rib cage to pierce Ugh. the heart when someone's up on a cross. I think that's true, Chad. I don't think that's just a horror monster. I think that's actually how they killed Jeebus. Damn. I don't like that one <sighs> bit. <laughs> I think it's facts. I might be in completely incorrect. You know what's weird? Speaking of spitting on people. <laughs> Where's it yep. going? Who Go knows? I went and saw The Exorcist Believer today. Okay, okay. Um, and in the like the first two minutes of the film, I I maybe had the most vile reaction to this particular event in the first two minutes of the film as I did the entire movie. Mm -hmm. Someone spits on this woman's feet. <laughs> <laughs> like, can't and it's not it. even a scary thing it's like to bless her baby they just like drink something and spit it on her feet and i was like oh god like that was Stop. the most shocking disgusting thing you got up and left the theater <laughs> <laughs> i can't i can't um what are we talking about and why the end of the show end of the show how did we get to spitting 
I don't He's even know. About Jesus? Talking about Jesus. Oh, yeah, I did this. And then stab That's Jesus, right. etc. Okay. Um, Patreon.com slash respawning fire is a site you can visit where you can vote on barf games for the month. Uh, in a couple of weeks there, we will be talking about podigody barfs. What a bunch of great acronyms we have. Podigodies, barfs, put them all That's together. That's all you, man. Those are all you. Make I wasn't steal. even around. Uh, Podigodies was last year. That's the first time I, I ever know, coined you the term came up with that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you did. It was you. Um, so yeah, we're voting on those in two weeks, three weeks-ish. So make sure you're around for that. But while you're there, you also get exclusive access. Exclusive to our monthly RAF game show. Uh, the one that you currently have ex exclusive access to for October is, drum roll please, <laughs> Jack Bandit. Uh, that's a Doug Funny reference right there, y'all. Jack Bandit, and he does his little mustache. What was the, something on a nematode? <laughs> There's a song about oh, it. Oh, um, banging on a, no, nematode. Banging on a trash can. Banging on a trash can, on a street light. And then a voice is calling me, calling. And then there's Phoebe. I'm gonna be big. Um, I don't remember the nematode one. There's just a nematode. There was like, what? Where the nematode? Man, Doug is the a very first loser. episode. They go and they try to convince Roger Klotz makes Doug yeah. try to. He goes out in the woods and he's like, "You have to attract the nematode so we can catch yeah, yeah. you." Yeah, yeah. And, and then he goes out there. out there and he's like, "You have to attract it by doing the nematode mating call." And this is what it yeah. sounds like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know we're trying to end the show, and this is very silly. Can you tell I didn't but... take my Adderall today? <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember when Doug went to Disney and it got really, really bad? Uh, yeah. Like there was a Nickelodeon run, it was good, and then went to Disney, it sucks. But in the nickel in the Disney run, mm -hmm. Roger, because it was very sad. Roger like was very, very poor. Like I think like his dad was like dead, and his mom was like super. They lived in a trailer park or whatever. And then in the Disney version, they're like, "How do we change his character?" And like he wins the lottery. So then Roger Klotz is now just like a millionaire. Okay. All right, Disney. I didn't. I did not uh, have Disney Channel at the time when I was interested in Doug, and so when it moved yeah. there. Didn't have it. And then when... It's not worth it. It finally became part of our television package when even Stevens was around. And I said, I like adult shows, not cartoons. Yeah, yeah. And, cartoons. Uh, yeah. Callback. Cartoon cartoons. Anyway, again, why? Why are we talking about this? Barf. Go vote on shit. Oh, yeah. Comedy button. There it is. <laughs> our, our rap game show is comedy button uh, stars... Um, Anthony Gallegos and Ryan Scott, as well as JK Games podcast host Jerica Hanna, all join me and Alex for another round of Rafferty. It's a good time. You have exclusive access to that as a patron for the month of October, and then everyone else gets it for free in November, after which we will have our next one, and I will let you know its theme, maybe. That's a clue. All right. Uh, that's it. That's it. Let's get out of here. Uh, until next time, here's our usual sign off. <laughs>